0: Welcome to the Camp Deer Run Podcast. I'm Ty Ford coming to you from the piney woods of Camp Deer Run. We hope this podcast will encourage you, keep you on the path following Jesus every day. Hey Mark, glad you're here today with me. I'm thankful you could take this time. It's been a while since i gotten to see you and before we started recording, you were telling me things are going pretty well for you at Harding and I'm definitely glad to hear that. And so everybody out there, I'm gonna be talking to Mark Barnett today. He's been on staff for two or three years. Which Just, one?
1: Uh, been on staff for two years.
0: Two years, okay. So this is the end of his second summer And Mark's done a great job and is a long time, part of a long time Deer Run family. And this is gonna be fun to have you on here today. So thanks for being with us. Absolutely. And so I guess just to kick it off so people can know who you are, you know, you said you go to Hart, or I said you went to Harding. um, (laughs) And it's your second year on staff, but uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but your your dad was either a camper or staff member uh, in the past? Yes, he
1: was uh, on staff for three years in the late 80s.
0: Okay, cool. Was your mom a camp deer and camper or staff member?
1: No, my mom um, only heard about camp when she married my dad.
0: Yeah, but then you and your brother have come to camp um, your whole life, basically? Absolutely, yeah. Okay, so you've been camping since you were nine? Yes, since 2010. 2010, and then... I guess 2019 was your first year on staff, huh? Yep. Awesome. Well, so we're going to do like we've done with some other staff members and ask questions and, you know, hopefully be able to say some things or discuss some things that will be encouraging uh, to those who are listening. But I thought it might be fun to shake it up and start things out with a, just kind of a fun game about camp. So I'm sure there's some people that have played the five second game. I think it's actually called the five second rule, but, uh, I'm gonna give you five seconds to name three of something and I'll give you what the category is and we'll see whether right. you're a winner or a non-winner. Um, so <laughs> uh, yeah, so I went down and uh, I got an hourglass and I filled it with sand from Killy Creek. And so I will mm-hmm. start the timer each time and uh, <laughs> and I'll let you know, but so I'm gonna say name three of something, and I'm gonna give you exactly five seconds to try to do that. All right. Got it. I'm ready. ready. All right. We'll start out with some easy things, and then we'll get a little harder. All right. Name three CDR camper groups. Chukwuka, Wenatchee, and Nishami. We got that one in four seconds. So that's, uh, that's <laughs> wow. Good. That's I'm good. You saved the timer. But <laughs> that one. All right. <laughs> Let's try this one. Name three camp deer run cookout sites. Tawaka Springs, Red Buzzard, and Sunny Bear. Wow. He is on his game now, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) A little more difficult. Name three group leaders from 2019. 2019, Drew Cox, Cooper Keith, and Bryce Bush. Barely made it. 4.8 seconds. (laughs) Uh, I forgot to say that, yeah, my hourglass from Killy Creek has – you know, the, the tents and everything. So 4.8 seconds is what it was. I'm not really using- <laughs> yeah, it's
1: a magical hourglass.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Name three silly songs. Uh,
1: Father Abraham, The Wee Wee Song, and uh, Little Swedish Boy. Little Swiss Boy.
0: Ah, <laughs> I'm so glad he's there. <laughs> you are a loser on that one. Man. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that made me really happy. All right. Name three... Camp facilities. Old Miss Hall, New Miss Hall, and Guy's Bathhouse. <laughs> I, I should have said you can't name the old and the new, but you got it. All right, and a few more. Name three daily activities at Camp Durham. Him time, quiet time, ball games. Wow. Yeah, that one is pretty easy because you could just – in your head. Oh, go, yeah. Is that right your there. favorite part of the day? Oh, definitely. definitely. That's a good – that's definitely – and dinner throw dinner in there I like that yeah
1: yeah those four
0: (laughs) all right um let's let's do a harder one name three staff members from your first year at camp
1: um oh we got they got to be different from earlier oh yeah Uh, okay um Adam Foster Ethan Ward and Peter
0: Neal oh you lose I was talking about as a camper maybe I lose oh as a camper I, I lose as the question asker, but let's try <laughs> Three staff members from your very first year back when you were – From my first year as a Yeah. Okay.
1: Um, Evan something, John <laughs> Mackery, and Jared Altman. All right. I I that
0: was Evan O'Rear. My
1: co-counsel. I can't remember his last name.
0: His name was O'Rear. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. Uh, I would say you did great. I can't remember which one you, you, you lost on, but uh, – <laughs> of those and that's enjoyable um well man i just want to ask some questions and you know each week i'm doing a lesson in between these interviews and so mm-hmm. um you know we this summer our theme was stay on the path um we've been talking on our lessons about pay attention to god and do what he says and the choices that we make and how important important they are is you know what's coming up soon so just thinking about that for you, what helps you pay attention to God throughout the year? What helps you stay you know, focused on him? I think
1: the biggest, uh, the biggest part of it would be surrounding myself with godly friends who are um, pursuing the same thing I am, which is um, getting to know God better um, so that I can serve him better, so that I can love him and love others better. Um, you know, just being, um, being around them and having those conversations with them um, about our different perspectives in our faith, about um, our unique journeys, about the different things that we're learning and the different things we're um, finding out about God. Um, I think that's done me a huge service and has really like, it's just been another, it's like, they're like gutters on a a bowling lane, just kind of keeping me where i need to be and something i can bounce off of and i know it's gonna keep me safe and support me
0: yeah and you're thinking not about gutters but the the bumpers they put in there the bumpers, not the gutters. yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah, we don't we hope your friends aren't like the gutters yeah yeah (laughs) yeah, i know what you mean yeah they they help keep you in line so so one thing you're saying is your friends um they sharpen you, they help you Absolutely. stay focused and stay on track. What else uh, helps you, you know, pay attention to God and stay on the right path during the year? Um, I think having an organized kind of um, attack or
1: plan for um, what I'm gonna study, like in my Bible.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I th- like, Specifically at Harding, um, I am taking Bible classes. I'm, like three, three times a week. I'm going to Bible class, learning a specific thing about a section of the Bible. Um, and those have, those have helped me like construct plans for exactly how I want to study my Bible and, um, how I'm gonna, you know, attack finding truth in the word of God, how I can apply that to my life. Um, and that has helped me like kind of focus my attention just put a better lens on, um, my study and help me to, I think, better understand God's word.
0: Yeah, that's good. Well, so you kind of mentioned it there in studying God's word, but quiet time, uh, you mentioned that earlier also in our daily activities, happens every day at camp. And 15 minutes, everybody spreads out, and often you can hear the locusts chime out. You know, it's just a really almost odd moment because camp is for Mm -hmm. a moment still and where all the rest of the day there's so much movement going on because that makes it really special. Um, and so we enjoy that at camp, but uh, how do you enjoy that? Or what do you do? Where do you go? What does quiet time look like for you when you're not here at camp and part of the camp schedule?
1: Um, I think I've definitely, I've, I have to find places and it hasn't been really consistent for me. Um, just either time of day or location even but i've maybe sometimes i'll like i'll find a place like wow i really like that that's a cool place um like there's this this little round table in the corner of the library that i was um that i went to for a little bit last year and it just was it was very still like you took were talking about and it was um apart from where people usually were and i was really able to like just sit there and like felt like I was absorbing God's word and that the the noise from like people or worrying about class or um what I was going to eat for lunch just like it it all it went away yeah. um and I was able to put that out in that quiet and still spot and um absorb that so like it's like I said it's been in the library or um places outside like the the place I'm I'm actually sitting right now doing this um here we're just behind where my dorm is is where Um I've done some quiet time and um yeah, anywhere where I can just be super, super quiet and
0: still. Yeah. So I guess what what is naturally for you the the easiest thing uh when you're being still and quiet? Is it literally just sitting still and kind of losing all the thoughts in your mind, or is it reading like that comes easy, or is, is praying the most natural thing? Like what is the thing that's, you know, it's not as much of a struggle to to be in that habit cause it's natural for you. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: I think I like the reading the most and just, um, just going through that and absorbing the information. Um, because it does, it's like it's stimulating my mind and it's making me think about things and imagine things and, um, see what the text is talking about. And so that's always been the part I've enjoyed specifically the most.
0: Yeah. Cool. Well, what, uh, I'm gonna put you on the spot here, but what what is something as you've been reading in the word lately that has just kind of struck you or stood out to you as like, man, that's, I like that. Or you, you, maybe, you know, it helped you re remember it. Um, or maybe it's something brand new, but just in your reading lately, what's come up? Um, well, I've really, I've
1: enjoyed a lot thinking about, um, Philippians chapter two verses six through 11. Um, it's, it's just a short little, um, creed that Paul has and he writes about the mindset of Christ Mm -hmm. and about, um, it kind of, it defines Christ's character and what he, what he's all about and how he willingly humbled himself, um, from the throne of glory not only to just the form of a man, to the form of a servant, but um, was obedient to death, like to the point of death on a cross. And I love that because I feel like there's so much insight like into into God's character, into, you know, in our relationship that we're pursuing of trying to get to know God better. I think that does a lot. And that's something I've really liked thinking about and talking yeah. about.
0: Yeah, that is, uh, I love that verse. And uh, it was pointed out to me, I definitely didn't <laughs> learn it myself, but that uh, when it says he made himself nothing, um, the, the actual wording there means he emptied himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> when it, you, know, you think about he's saying he left heaven and he didn't consider uh, being equal with God, something to be held on to. Like, so he emptied himself of his position there next to God he emptied himself of getting to be in the perfect place in heaven. I'm down here. So, yeah, that is an awesome section of scripture That it's really good. And I think when we commit ourselves to being in the Word and to reading, um, it, you can read something like that, uh, you know, and, and learn about it. And when you look at it two or three months later, you can see something different about it because the way God's Word is, it's so powerful and real. So that's really good. Well, so you said that comes naturally, you know, read, you're probably like, even in just normal reading, you probably reading comes easily, you know, that's, yeah. not, that's not how it is. <laughs> for me. Um, but what about prayer? Like for you um, in prayer, if that's maybe not quite as natural as reading, like, what do you do um, besides, you know, going somewhere quiet, which is a good idea, Is there anything else you do that kind of helps you um, in your prayer life?
1: I would say um, what I do a lot when I pray is I try to be um, just as still and as quiet as possible. Um, I know there's I know a lot of people that love to like pray out loud and do things like that. And I think that's awesome. But specifically for me, like what has served me best is just being quiet and still and kind of like you know imagining myself um when in fact it really isn't an imagination but like literally just walking with God and God being sitting beside me um him you know hearing everything I'm thinking and um in that way I think I'm I feel I'm better able to submit myself to submit like my my worries and my cares and um other things I'm thinking about and able to just like Push those away and just be quiet and sit in God's presence.
0: Yeah. And that's great. Well, kind of switching gears back towards camp a little bit. Um, you know, you had mentioned that you enjoy that part of the day that so many of us do quiet time, it goes into hymn mm-hmm. time and ball games. And, you know, camp is a place where we refocus, where we learn and grow so much. Um, so I was just wondering, like, what are a lesson or two that, that you have learned during your summers at camp, whether on staff or as a camper, um, that you feel like have been important in your life? Hmm. Um, I
1: think one of the most important things that camp has instilled in me is a desire to, to chase after God and to like a, a fire inside of me that wants to know God better and wants to be in a better relationship with God, he wants to learn about what God is like. Um, and because learning about more about what God is, I'm better able to love him um, and better able to, to serve him and love others. And like those, I like to think that you know, at camp and where um, especially this happens a lot to me during like ball games or him time specifically when we're, whether we're like singing or we're just playing and having a good time and there's just no, everything seems perfect. Like there's nothing, nothing going wrong. Um, And those are like, I like to think of those as little glimpses of like what we were created to experience, what it was like in Eden, for example, when God created us, when he wanted to love us and everything was perfect, we were able to fully experience that joy and that goodness. Um, And seeing that and experiencing those things at camp, those little glimpses of, of heaven of what we're supposed to be like has made me desire to to see god and to uh, to follow that path of being finding my perfect joy in god
0: that's great that is awesome yeah <clears throat> there's so many little moments like that and uh i think those moments exist for sure outside of camp absolutely you know i think I think a part of it is that here, because everything has been, you know, made to point towards him as Mm -hmm. much as we can, that maybe those moments are a little easier to see because we're not as distracted and busy. So um, that is, yeah. I mean, I hope that's what campers and staff are feeling as they enjoy their experience. And as they leave, that they have a desire to be with him and to be his. So, Mm Yeah, that's great. Well, what, uh, what have you been taught by God here at camp? Uh, let's just say this summer, cause this was a weird summer, you know, <laughs> uh, <Yeah. laughs> what, what have you been taught by God this summer, or this year, um, that you want to, you know, continue to learn or explore or to incorporate into your life now that it's over?
1: I think without a doubt, that one is for sure being thankful for each minute, each day, each um, hour that we, that I get to be wherever I am. Um, mm-hmm. Like when it was at camp, it was like, I I get to be here right now. It's a, it's a miracle that we got to step foot in camp this summer and that we got to um, experience this experience, the things we did. Um, and, and even though it was, from maybe from an outsider's perspective, like a shortened summer would be a bad thing. Um, But God taught me and I think the entire staff and the campers that were there, a fantastic lesson about being thankful for every little thing and just praying for the daily and hourly um, ability and um, providence to meet whatever the daily and hourly need is. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's something that i'm gonna i'm gonna hold with me for the rest of my life for sure absolutely
0: yeah it was it was powerful especially you know the staff truly living in a moment and in a situation where you know we didn't know what tomorrow would hold and so we just have to enjoy today and and truly be thankful for it so i agree that stood out as a, a powerful lesson for me as well um well so just kind of thinking about your young life, how old are you? I am 19 years old. You're a big 19 years old. So hmm. in 19 years, though, you know, particularly probably in the last five years, you've made a lot of choices. I mean, daily decisions, you know, some, mm-hmm. some as small as what am I going to have for a snack this evening? Uh, some as large as where am I going to college? Um, and all kinds of decisions in between. What have been three important choices that you have made as you look back that like these were, you know, me choosing these things have helped me grow uh, into who God has made me to be at this point. So they've helped you stay on the path. What are three important things that you chose to do that have helped you uh, walk with God? I think first I've,
1: I mean, I've got to say my baptism for sure. Um, I was, I was baptized after my first year at camp. Um, and you know, like I was talking about earlier about camp instilling that desire, um, to seek God. I knew that, you know, maybe I didn't know every intricacy of all the the doctrines in the Bible, but I knew that I wanted to know God. Um, and I, I decided I needed to be baptized. Um, and of course that has brought me or it let me enter this kingdom, um, that I'm proud to be a part of. Um, and I guess going in chronological order next would be, um, to my decision to apply to be on staff. Um, and then, you know, getting that opportunity to be on staff. Um, I've made, I've made friendships and forged relationships with people and strengthened relationships with old friends there on staff that I know that, not only am I going to have for a lifetime, but are going to serve to edify and encourage me and point me towards God um, for the rest of my life. Um, and that, you know, I still talk to those people every single day. I still encourage those people. Um, and that's been huge. And then um, I guess third would be my decision to come to Harding. Um, and again, kind of a similar situation of being on staff. Um, Coming here, I'm surrounded with godly people that are on the same mission that I am that um, are those bumpers for me that keep me pointed towards God and that challenge me and grow me. Um, and it's not even only the students that are here, but um, like the, the staff and the, the faculty and the um, the whole of the campus is all pointed towards a common goal um, of mission. And that's been huge, huge for me.
0: Yeah. That's good. So, you know, your decision to choose Christ and to choose a life with him
1: Mm
0: -hmm. in baptism and to uh, make that choice. I'm hearing you say that that was a huge thing for you and then placing yourself in these two environments among good people who are focused on God. Yeah, those are definitely some great things. Uh, You know, I ask that question every time because I mean I, you know, hopefully there's some people that are more like 14 or 15 listening to this. And you know, I want them to know their choices matter. And every day we have to choose God. You know, we do make that decision that I'm going to give my life to him and uh, join him in his death and burial and resurrection and baptism. But even after that, we got to wake up and, and choose him, you know, every day. And um, so our choices matter. So very much when we're thinking about staying on the path. Um, you know, it's it is our choice that is a part of continuing to to go in that way. So yeah, I think that's some some good stuff for everybody to, to consider and think about. Um, we well, you know two more questions. Everybody's school right now. I mean I talked to so many different people and like some schools are a hundred percent online. Some people yeah. have gone to school for two weeks and then it got shut down they're at home for two weeks and they'll be going back later some people are just now starting in-person classes it's kind of a crazy time still Mm -hmm. so what encouragement uh, you know could you share with those listening i mean because even if you're out of school and you're an alumni listen to this your (laughs) work you know uh stuff is just not the same so what what encouragement could you share for anybody listening uh, as, as we all kind of go through this this strange time?
1: Um, I think I'd emphasize the fact um, that's obvious and that I, I just think people say a lot, but often overlook or don't understand the, the whole importance of, but that is God provides. Um, you know, right now in my Bible class, we're going through Exodus and we just went over the story of, you know, of the manna. And how God, for 40 years, provided literally rained bread from the sky for the Israelites. Um, And that seems like, that seems wild. That seems something that can't even be fathomed, that bread would be raining from the sky and that'd be the only thing we eat all the time. But God provides in ways that we can't even hope to fathom in, um, in our minds and that we can't we can't limit God. We can't say like, okay, there's no way that God's going to do this. So I'm not going to try for this. I'm not going to hope for this. Um, but we, God can't be limited and he has no limits. And he (laughs) obviously, I mean, he, he came to the world in the flesh and nobody thought that was going to happen. So God, God provides, um, in every hour and every day. Um, and he will work for the good of those who love him. We have that guaranteed in scripture
0: yeah that's great the last thing i just wanted to ask if you would offer a prayer share a prayer for campers the staff alumni anybody listening to this you just just close us here with a prayer um ask god's blessing over all of us as we stay on the path and walk with him and go through this crazy time period and season of the world, um, just that we could could do that and be his people and do what he wants us to do. So would you lead us in a prayer? Absolutely. Father,
1: you are a holy and precious and perfect God. And we thank you so much um, that you've given us the opportunity and ability to worship you and to grow close to you and to come near to you and to hold to your hand, God, especially in these in these times where we don't know what's coming day to day, what we don't know what's gonna happen next week. God, we thank you that you're there for us and that we know that you're gonna provide for us and work for our good um, in whatever it is. God, I ask that you give us peace, um, a peace to trust in you and peace to encourage uh, and lift up one another. Um, and know that it's all going to be okay, whether we think it is or not, um, but that you are ultimately in control, God, and give us the wisdom to discern things that um, are true or not true, or the wisdom to even dismiss those things and to focus on you wholly and totally. Um, I, I pray that you give us the ability to take things day by day and to, um, follow you and chase you with hunger and desire in that um, your word be our bread God. It's in your son's holy and perfect name I pray. Amen.
0: Amen. Thanks everybody for being with us whenever you're listening to this and Mark thanks for coming on and talking with me today. 100%. amen percent oh. Amen.